Today's episode is brought to you by The Hype Train. It has no brakes. It makes no stops. The Hype Train. What we're all riding right now. Hey. Hi, how are ya? Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the morning commute. My name's Mike, and it's a very, very special week in in my heart. Probably yours, too, if you enjoy video games. That's right, this week was E3, the Electronic Entertainment Expo. And let me tell you, it was a fun one. It was good. It was weird. But I am... My my wallet is going to die with with the uh, the video games that I want. So instead of uh, let's let, let's just kind of get right to it, shall we? Um, so let's see. Uh, over the weekend, starting on Saturday, we had EA, who, uh, for those of you who do not know, have a major game coming out uh, this upcoming February, uh, Anthem is uh by bioware and in 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 my opinion bioware needs a win especially after the whole mass effect 3 and then mass effect andromeda which uh we, we we won't talk about that right now but anyway anthem uh the presentation on the stage was iffy at best they kept cutting away to different things but then i then there was uh i i saw some gameplay demo and that uh, that got me very very excited uh, for this for this title. So hopefully Bioware is chugging away at home, uh, pouring their hearts and souls into Anthem so that we can play it when it comes out February, I believe the twenty second. Uh, also out of EA, Battlefield Five uh, was shown. It was also shown about a week or so before E three, but Battlefield Five. Going back to the roots of World War II, uh, the, this seems to be their largest and most ambitious battlefield yet, so I'm super excited to play it. Uh, if any of you played Battlefield 1, you'll know how j- just how this game is supposed to play and supposed to feel. And I thought it felt alright with the World War One weapons, but seeing the World War II weapons go in there and then the vehicles and, oh, mwah, it's going to be beautiful. And what I'm excited for... So I know some of you are going to be like <sighs> Battle Royales. Uh Battlefield 4, the EA Dice, the people working on it, announced that there is going to be a Battle Royale version of Battlefield 5. And that gets me excited cuz up until now we've we, you know, we've got PUBG, we've got H1Z1, we've got uh Fortnite minecraft uh now high res studios has their paladins version called realm royale um but this one excites me because i feel like if they take the best of what battlefield is known for the destructive environments uh the crazy amounts of vehicles the the tight weapon play uh this battle royale can be something that i think all the hardcore first person shooter people can enjoy even if it isn't third person, whatever, I don't care. But DICE, say what you will about DICE, they are good at making a first-person shooter or a shooter in general. Um, so to see this in a Battle Royale, that's cool. Uh, I know Call of Duty announced that they were going to do one, but I personally don't care for the Call of Duty play anymore. I, that's just me. Um, 
I, I, I don't like the very close quarters, the su- stupid fast-paced uh, combat. I play a lot of Destiny, so I prefer like that sort of uh, that speed of first-person shooter, if you will. So I feel like Battlefield Five uh, will be something, uh, something to look forward to uh, in a in a battle royale sense. Actually, the game in general just just looks fantastic. I'm I'm a World War II junkie, so uh, that's EA. Then. Uh, Sunday, we had the Xbox conference, which, holy my gosh, rapid fire, 50 titles shown on their, I think it was an hour and hour and 20, hour and 30 minute presentation, 50 titles. Uh, I think there were like 18 exclusives and 15 world premieres or something like that. Uh, but Xbox came to play at E3. They... Uh, they showed off not only uh, the fact that we are getting a new Halo called Halo Infinite. Uh, didn't get a release date because they have completely rebuilt the game engine specifically for this game. And for those of you who don't, who aren't very uh, tech or program savvy, building a game engine from scratch is a big deal. That takes time and effort. A lot more time than... Uh, than uh, a lot of people realize. So the fact that they're taking their time with it, they're taking care, uh, I'm, I'm hoping Halo Infinite is going to be good. I'm hoping it's coming to Windows 10 because Microsoft has Windows 10 at its disposal and can reach so many more gamers that way. But anyway, off my soapbox. Uh, so not only did they show Halo Infinite, uh, they showed Gears 5. Um, the, there was a ton of titles shown my personal favorites uh halo was shown um gears 5 i'm not a real big gears person but uh gears did look good and for those who have uh stayed with the uh the franchise it looks like this is going to be another wonderful notch in the gears belt uh so look forward to that uh they didn't give a release date i don't think no no so I don't know. I would I would expect sometime next year. Uh, what else did Microsoft show? My personal, uh, my my guilty pleasure that came out of there was Jump Force, uh, a 3D anime fighter combining all of the big Shonen Shonen Jump properties. Uh, I I just kind of geeked like a little girl for that one. That that looked like a lot of fun. I'm happy that Ori and the Blind Forest is getting a sequel and it's going to be coming out soon. Uh, that was exciting. And uh, uh, what else? The last thing uh, that Microsoft showed that I was really, really excited for, uh, we got our first look at Cyberpunk 2077, the new CD Projekt Red uh, title. And it's definitely a, a much different, much different game than the Witcher titles. Um, and it's also a different take on sci-fi where normally sci-fi dystopian futures are very dark and bleak and gray. Uh, this game was very colorful. So, and it's also, it's giving me a hint of obviously the Witcher, but it's also giving me like a GTA vibe. Um, and then a mass effect vibe, if that makes sense. Uh, apparently there's, there's a lot going on in this game. Uh, we do not have a release date because the wonderful people at CD uh, Project Red are just saying it's going to be ready when it's ready. 
and I'm fine with that. You know, these guys, they know how to do video games. Um, so that was Microsoft's uh, press conference. And they also hinted that they're working on a next-gen console, um, which I wouldn't be surprised if they announce it not next E3, but the E3 after, so maybe two years. Um, well, maybe they announce it next year, and then we see a hardware like mock-up the year after. Uh, so anyway, that was Microsoft. Now, Bethesda did not pull any punches with theirs. Bethesda came a few hours after Microsoft, and my gosh. So Doom Eternal is coming out, uh, the sequel to the 2016 Doom. Uh, Wolfenstein Youngbloods is the sequel to Wolfenstein 2, which you play as BJ Blazkowicz's twin daughters. So that's going to be something to look forward to. I'm super excited for. Uh, and then obviously the big one, Fallout 76, um, which it is going to be an online multiplayer, a Fallout like we've never seen before. So that has me uh, tickled to the core. That's going to be a fun game. And then not only uh, did they announce a uh, Elder Scrolls um, mobile game, which is a full-functioning Elder Scrolls game, but they also announced Elder Scrolls VI. And on top of that, a new IP, which is called Starfield, which I'm assuming is going to be what Bethesda does best, an RPG in space. So Bethesda not pulling any punches. Wonderful, wonderful quick... Uh, uh conference from them then the next day ubisoft i was surprised at ubisoft the the assassin's creed odyssey looked great uh starlink which uh i didn't think was going to catch anything from me uh i want to play that mainly because on the switch version you can play as fox mcleod that's right ubisoft partnered with nintendo to get fox mcleod star fox into their game um super cool uh super great that there were rumors going around that star fox was going to show up at e3 in some way shape or form and it did it did in ubisoft's game so i am excited for that and then we got more out of beyond good and evil 2 which looks great it looks like uh we didn't see really any gameplay but the story elements to it look fun quirky in depth uh, excuse me, in-depth, uh, just just looks like a lot of love is going to that game. Um, so yeah, Ubisoft has my respect for what they showed this year. Pretty good. Now, Sony, a lot of people had high hopes for Sony because, let's face it, Sony has the titles. Sony has the franchises. And Sony took a big risk this year at their e3 where they made it more like an not an interactive but they they put you in different settings and it, it was just weird it was weird i didn't care for it um i mean granted we saw a lot of gameplay of the last of us 2 uh which looks great looks like a fun survival game uh we also saw um we saw more of spider-man which is coming out this year in September. Uh, and then we saw, I think it was, I forget the name of it, but it, it was an awesome uh, 
awesome game set in feudal Japan where you play as a uh, samurai. Uh, Sucker Punch is actually doing that one. And then there was also one that was shown on the Xbox stage uh, that From Software is doing. Uh, Both of them look super fun, super fantastic. Oh, oh my gosh, I totally forgot. Uh, One of the biggest things to come out of this E3, Kingdom Hearts 3 has a release date. It is coming out February, no, January 29th, 2019. We're finally getting it. Kingdom Hearts 3. Oh my gosh, it's coming to to Xbox, uh, PS4. I don't know if it's having a PC release, but my gosh, we're finally getting Kingdom Hearts 3. I'm super pumped for that. They showed off a good amount of that. That is, uh, that, oh, I'm excited. Um, anyway, uh, but yeah, Sony's press conference was just weird. Uh, they showed off, like I said, they showed off a few good games, but I, I think it was like five or six that I counted. I wasn't really impressed with it. Um, because we know Sony can do better. I, To me, I take it as that they were just trying something different this year. And personally, I think it failed horribly. Um, like I said, they've got the games. They, they've they got the titles. They just, the, their presentation was very lacking. Um, and then finally, uh, my personal favorite, and I'm always rooting for, and I personally think one E3 this year, Nintendo. Now, last year, we got a bunch of titles that were rapid-fired at us from Nintendo, uh, slated to, you know, be coming out. And this year, this year they were focusing on, like, mainly three games. Now, granted, the Starlink uh, for the Switch, and there were also a few other Switch titles that were advertised uh, by different companies. Uh, but Starlink from Ubisoft was one of them, uh, so Nintendo didn't have to focus on it. Uh, number one, right out the bat, Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee. Uh, it, it, after watching gameplay of it, it seems like the perfect hybrid between Pokemon Go and the classic Pokemon games. Because uh, it, it's it's coming to the Switch this November, and it just looks beautiful. The Pokemon, Pretty much a Pokemon adventure. Uh, th- this looks like our remake of red blue it's based off of yellow but it looks like our remake of the originals only instead of battling wild pokemon you just catch them like you do in pokemon go but then when you're uh going up against trainers those are the classic uh the classic pokemon battle formula um and and it just looks super good uh, it comes with a Pokeball controller peripheral that will have Mew, the mythical Pokemon Mew, inside of it. Uh, so that's going to be great. That'll be cool. Um, I'm excited for that. Nintendo also showed off a uh, couple couple third-party uh, developer things. Um, they also announced that Fortnite was now available on the Switch. Uh, so now Fortnite is literally available everywhere. I think there's even an alpha or a beta on android it not like maybe if not now coming in the very near future uh, and then finally the main game that nintendo was focusing on which for me takes the cake like this one e3 for me was super smash brothers ultimate coming to the switch this december 7th 
my gosh, it looks beautiful. I'm watching gameplay of it. It plays beautiful. Uh, every single character that has ever been in a Smash Brothers game is coming back. Uh, they also announced new characters like Daisy's going to be in it. The Inklings are going to be in it. And the highly request- requested Ridley, Samus's arch space pirate nemesis, is going to be in there. The only way that this game will get any better for me is if they include a mode similar to Subspace Emissary, like was in Brawl. For those of you who don't know, Subspace Emissary was their version of like a single-player story campaign um, where it, it took you through different scenarios and different fights and different like jumpy puzzles and running around, and it was just so cool. If, if you ever have the time, YouTube, uh, Subspace Emissary, uh, playthrough it's so cool all these characters coming together um it's just fantastic uh so that is the only way that this game will get any better but i'm super hyped for it anyway it's super smash brothers i mean come on this is my favorite franchise of all freaking time uh i know there's people out there who's like oh waluigi's not in it he's an assist trophy screw you waluigi sucks i said it okay that being said, uh, yeah, Nintendo won it for me. Oh, they also announced a new Mario Party, and this is going back to the classic style of Mario Party, so none of that stupid, I'm going to travel in a car with you and we're going to work together instead of a bloody death match. So that looks awesome, too. Uh, all in all, this E3 hit so many beautiful points for me. I'm, I'm super happy with what I'm seeing, with what's coming. Um, I'm glad to see that the Switch is getting the, the support it des- deserves and needs. Um, many titles coming out for it. Uh, PlayStation, while we didn't see much, what we did see looked good. Like I said, The Last of Us Part Two looks great. Um, Spider-Man is going to be a big one that's on my radar. Um, even Destiny. Oh my gosh. Destiny is getting their big... Uh, fall update is called forsaken and cade six dies sad face cade six is dying uh giving us motivation to go through the game uh destiny players are getting a lot of what they want um in in my opinion what should have been in the game in the first place but we're not going to talk about that now all i'm saying is that bungie is fixing its mistakes good job bungie um but yeah so those are my thoughts on this E3. I I can't wait for the fall slash January slash February. It's going to be a crazy year for gaming. Um, I want Anthem now. I want Super Smash Brothers now. I want all of it now. Uh, but I know. Gotta wait. Gotta wait. I'm just so pumped finally getting the, the Kingdom Hearts game. Uh, the From Software title looks good. The Sucker Punch title looks good. It all looks good. Ladies and gentlemen, in my eyes, there's never been a better time to be a gamer. Um, so yeah, that's going to do it for this week's episode of The Morning Commute. Thank you for listening to my fanboying of all these games, all these companies, all the, all the, all the gloriousness that we get as gamers uh i think if all of you can just take a moment and just like 
think for a second like hey this is this is a pretty good time to be a video gamer it is one of the best times to be a video gamer in my opinion so with that thank you very much what did you guys enjoy about e3 tweet me at mike's morning com and we will hold the conversation join us next week and we'll be talking about a sacred ritual that gamers have been doing for wow almost 20 years now find out what that is next week this has been mike this has been the morning commute and be careful for traffic out there